Hi, this is Norm Augustinus. I'm sorry I missed your call. After tone, leave your name and number. I'll get back to you. Hello, Norm. My name is Trent Olson. I'm calling you from Michigan. Norm, I bought one of your pussy plungers about two months ago, and right now, I'm about ready to plunge out my woman's cunt. Norm, the pussy plunger, to me at least, looks just like a toilet plunger. I really like the title of your instructional pamphlet that came with your pussy plunger. The cunt is just like a toilet. Unplug it. What a title. Here I go, Norm. I'm going to plunge up my old lady's cunt right now. Let me just loosen up your face a little bit. You feel kind of tight. Okay. Spray your pussy with that can of pumpkin spice air freshener. I feel like I'm going to pass out. Oh, sure. Okay, no problem. And pull your legs back a little more. Sure. That's it. Here it comes. Thanks so very much, Norm, for the pussy plunger. You saved our sex life. Our marriage was going nowhere. Keep up the good work. So long. Next message. just like this. <coughs> Please understand that before I start what I'm going to start, before I do whatever it is I do, understand this. Say you're going to McDonald's, you're going to a coffee shop, you're going to your HR department at work, you're out in the parking lot, you parked your car, your automobile, and you're talking to someone in the parking lot, some woman. Understand that whatever woman you come across in your travels throughout your day, doing the things you have to do, going to the places you have to go, understand that when you meet a woman and you're having casual conversation, whatever stupidness it might be, you're having this casual chat. Understand that that woman came pretty much right there. My friend, his name is Rapa Lunge, and he works at the Detroit Health Department. He's Indian. He told me women in America come every 10 minutes. Every 10 minutes? 
Can you imagine something like that? Every 10 minutes is six times. They have six orgasms a fucking hour. Six orgasms an hour? They can't possibly be right in their mind. They can't be normal in their mind. She's coming nonstop. Ten orgasms in a fucking hour, and then you come across her, you go to the fucking HR department, and you're talking about your shitty 401k plan, you're talking about your matching, you're talking about your vacation, your six to six day, sick days, you're talking about all that stupidness, the same old shit that means nothing. That woman has come sometime during your conversation. They can't help it. So sometime during the conversation, as you sit at a desk in front of her desk, because my friend Rapa Lunge, he works at the Detroit Health Department, he's Indian. He said they come every 10 minutes. So if you're with her for 20 minutes talking about your big fucking, your big job there, whatever junk it is, she's coming to 20 minutes two times while she's sitting there watching you and shaking her head up and down. She's probably got a vibrating egg ball in her cunt, lodged in her cunt, with this little cord that comes off of it, and it goes for remote control, and they can control the control with their toes. It goes in their shoe. It's a little flat pad. They can make it go fast, slow, slower, even quicker, and ultra-fast, because the vibrating balls in their cunt, and they're coming as they're talking to you about your job, making you believe that somehow you have a job that's fucking worthwhile that you have something that could possibly keep you living emotionally well, and you don't want to die. You got a good job here, man. You got something really good going on here. She just came in the 20 minutes you talked to her. Now you go in the back, you got your supervisor there. She's the supervisor of CNC machines. She's downloading all the CNC shit to all the fucking guys out in the shop. You're talking to her about what a cool job she has, and you're talking there, there, maybe 30 minutes talking to her, just shooting the breeze or whatever they call it, shooting the breeze. She's come three times if you're with her 30 minutes. Three fucking orgasms, she's came. I used to know this woman who would come. She would know how to work her panties. This is truth. She could work the elastic on her panties in such a way with her back of her hand like she's just taking it easy, like resting her arm behind her back. And she could tighten up the panties or would squeeze on her clit, and she'd come that way while she was talking to you. It's not a joke. I saw her elastic straps on her panties. I knew her. And because of the pressure, because of the nodding, because of the twisting and turning to try to put pressure on her clit while she was having a conversation with some dummy like you, she'd come, and all that shit was all wore out. Imagine how many panties are in landfills all over the place, and in the back of the underwear where the elastic is, it's all fucked up, it's all stretched out, it's all ragged out, because of some mental bitch who comes every 10 minutes in America who keeps twisting the elastic, or some mental idiot, some mental female, who keeps turning on her fucking vibrating egg in her cunt, her football egg jammed and lodged in her cunt. That's not normal. It's not normal to go to work with a football vibrating egg in some bitch's cunt. It's not normal to go to work and she's twisting her elastic trying to come while you're talking to her. She comes every 10 minutes in America. Now that means something is missing. Something's missing. They want dick. They want dick and you're afraid of them giving them the dick. Of course you're afraid, man. Restraining orders, fucking personal protection orders, all kinds of fucking garnished wages, the mortgage on your house is gone, she's got it, jail time, 
Funds are all gone. Of course you're scared to dick her. But you always have to remember this. The dick is a weapon. The dick is a sword. The dick is a club. And you use it accordingly. You use your dick like a club. And you fuck them up with your dick club where you're in control. Everybody knows that, man. You fuck them up with your dick club. You don't let her walk all over you. Walking around, she's in McDonald's. Never understood this part. What I'm going to tell you now. How can you allow a woman who's heavily on her period with a maximum jumbo maxi pad in her panties, she's got a heavy flow going on, she's got a yeast infection, and she's working at McDonald's. She just went to the toilet, excused herself for a 10-minute break. She's replacing her rag, her old rag with a new rag, and now she comes back and works the French fries. Here you go, sir. There's your large fry. Here you go, man. Here's your cheeseburger. Isn't that a toxic uh, uh, hazard? Isn't that somebody that should come in the fucking doors with white suits on, hazmat people? It is in my mind. Hey, no problem, man, I'm bleeding all over the place. You can cut your finger in some workplace, and they'll shut the fucking place down for two, three, five hours till the health department clears it. Somebody gets stabbed or knifed. But a chick, four, five chicks, ten chicks at McDonald's can be bleeding all over the place, and they're allowed to work. They're allowed to work because they're a bitch. Because they run this country. They are, they're allowed to work. I don't know if you know this. But if one chick's on the rag, psychologically something happens to all the other chicks in the building. Nine, ten chicks. They all end up on the rag at exactly the same time. And that's done on purpose. And that is evolution. If one chick's going to be offline, None of the other chicks are going to be online either. They're all going to be offline from dick, so they all can compete at the same time when they become blood-free again. Except that was a million years ago. Everybody fucks everybody today who's on the rag. It doesn't matter. You're on the period. Who cares? I did it myself once years ago. It was about 95 degrees out. I was in a car. We were parked along some kind of railroad tracks out in the middle of nowhere. This woman... She was on the rag, and I mean on the rag. I'm not joking. I'm not talking about a light rag. I'm talking about something fucking scary, something gigantic, like a single bed, like a twin bed for a fucking hamster. That's how big her goddamn rag was, that huge. And she was there with me. I didn't care she was on the rag. I humped her anyways. I remember pulling the rag out. She pulled it out. We put the window down. I threw it back out the window. And the fucking rag slid down the side of the window. First, it hit the windshield. I don't know how it hit the windshield. You know how you're fucked up, how you're all irregular and crazy. You're shaking and shit. You can't think. It hit the windshield, then hit the damn passenger side window. And that maximum-sized rag, this monster, this huge rag, gigantic, slid slowly down the window, the passenger side window, and left these big bloody streaks. I did not care about the rag. Nobody cares about the rag today. It adds. It's If you're like me, you think this, I'm really fucking impaling this slut. I've really got my dick going in and out of this skag, this hag, this scuzz. I got my dick going in and out. It's gigantic. I'm impaling her. She's bleeding all over the place because of the size of my prick. My schlong. That's what I do in my mind. If I ever come across you and you're a chick and you're in your period, understand that secretly I'm killing you with my sword in my pants. I'm killing you with that. 
And that's blood from the residual of the pounding I'm giving you, the, what you have to take when you get it from me. Please understand that. Please know this, that all chicks come every 10 minutes in America. They can't keep their fingers off their clit. When they found out they could have an orgasm playing with their clit, that was it. That stopped everything. It was end, the end of all good things. They just came 10 minutes ago. She's in the art place. Big art museum, she's looking at art on the walls. Every chick in there has just come. They're coming while they're looking at the art. They're looking at a Jackson Pollock. It turns them on or some shit. They got their football egg in their cunt. They got the fucking U. They got this U thing. It looks like a U. The letter U. One part goes in your asshole. The other part goes in your cunt. And then there's a controller on that. They've even got one. Honest to God, I saw this. They got one that's radio controlled or Bluetooth controlled, and it works with their eyelids. It's just this thin thing that's skin colored. It works with their eyelids. They put it on their eyelid. It's flexible, and they can turn this thing on and off just by moving their eyelids up and down. Like they're, like they're flirting with you or something with your eyelids, and they're coming. Look at that piece of art. Isn't that amazing? Look at this Washington crossing the fucking Delo Delaware. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's the matter? It's just so touching for me. It just, I get enthralled when I see fucking Washington cross the Delaware. Look at that. Mmm. That's something. They're coming all over the place every 10 fucking minutes. Everybody you meet, everybody you touch, everybody you shake hands with, all these bitches, their vaginal juices are on their fingers and they're on your hands. They're on them. They have now, I've read this. They've now got maxi pads that will vibrate. They now got tampons that will vibrate. So they're on their period. They're bleeding all over the place. They're contaminating all, contaminating all things, destroying all things. And they are now got a vibrating maxi pad on, a vibrating cotex on, a tampon. They're vibrating. They can control this. You can always tell the ones that had the vibrators because they're all tore up. They're in the cunt. It's like their cunt's being rototilled. The tampon, the maxi pad, gets torn to shit and shreds. Look at it there. It's been shredded. It looks like Nabisco shredded fucking wheat that was all beat up with a wooden mallet. What is that? That was a maxi pad. I came 15 times while I was wearing it. Let me tell you about real toxic shock syndrome. It's one orgasm after another because of the vibrating fucking thing built into my maxi pad. Built into my tampon. When I was a little man, I didn't think shit like that. When I was younger, I never thought women were coming every 10 minutes. Never thought it. I thought some woman was going up to buy fucking a 12-pack of eggs. I thought she was going up to buy coffee cream. I thought she was buying the fixins for a pumpkin pie during Halloween. I had no idea that when the bitch came back that I marveled at, I was awed and amazed by. I had no idea that when she came back and she was driving the car, she came fucking 10, 20 times coming back with the fixins to make a pumpkin pie. Coming back to make the carve the pumpkin. She's out looking for Christmas presents. She's probably come five, six times as she's tightening up the elastic band around her panties that pulls tight on her fucking clit. Hey, did you find any good presents? I can't really talk now. I'm sorry. I, I just can't talk right now. I'm a little bit stressed out. Of course she's stressed out. She came fucking a dozen times while she was out. Chicks are coming as they're sitting at their desk. Chicks are coming driving a car. Chicks are coming as they're on their electric car. They love electric. They worship electric, don't they? 
They've been trained on an electric dildo, so they're certainly open to an electric car. Look at that electric car. It's like a big dildo I stick a charger in, like rechargeable batteries, charge it up, and takes me places, takes me somewhere where there is dick. Because they want dick. They can't stop thinking about dick. But because they can't get dick, because men are scared shitless of them, restraining orders, police action, lawsuits, houses taken from them, cars taken from them, all kinds of actions like that, they can't get dick anymore. So they're forced now to educate themselves. They're forced now to get a fucking fake dick, a god that they can worship, which is a big fake dick. Understand that. They don't fucking sell the brain of a man on a stand. They don't sell the head of a man on a stand unless he's uh, unless he's Thomas Edison or something like that. They don't sell anything like that. They don't sell the kneecap of a man. It's on a stand. They don't sell the foot of a man on a wooden stand and on, on a fireplace mantle. They don't sell any part like that. His elbows, his foot, his heel, his bunions, his eardrums. They don't sell that shit. But what they do sell is a goddamn dildo, the dick of a man. Isn't that twisted? They sell a replica of a dick of a man, at least a perceived image of what a dick of a man is. They sell this in stores all over the fucking world, one store after another. Chicks want a replica of a dick, and they play with it. And they said to you when you were at the HR office, yeah, I'm sorry, you know, I got a couple more people to look at, but uh I... Uh, you're not looking like a really stellar candidate. You're just not the perfect fit at this time. What the, what would they know about a perfect fit? They know about the perfect fit when it comes to their cunt. They know they can take 12 inches up to 14 or 16 inches and two inches wide. What do they know about a perfect fit? The very phrase, a perfect fit, you're, we're just not a perfect fit for this position is a Freudian slip on a woman because she's exposing herself and she's really talking about her cunt and her needs of her cunt, the, the property of her cunt, that vacant area. There's nothing more valuable than a cunt without a dick in it. That's valuable property. And everyone wants to fill it. And they want it filled all the time. They just want it. Chicks are coming all the time, man. They're coming all the time. They're coming right now. The chick you pick up to go out, she's came before you, she, you came to get her. She's come 50, 60 times that week, hasn't she? When you're coming to get her. Hey, how you doing? Adrian? Marianne? Ma Madison? Whatever her fucking unit, whatever her name could be, her successful name, her power name, given to her by her whore mother. And that's what she is. That's her power name. You picked her up, she's had a hundred orgasms, 75 orgasms, and you think you're going to really thrill her. Look at you in your F-250. Hey, you want to go get, wow, I haven't experienced this. Wow, I haven't experienced this. She's got to fake it like she hasn't experienced any of the stupid stuff that you take her to do. She just wants dick, man. She just wants it. Dick. In the goddamn basement. She sees a fucking ghost. She's down there. She thought she heard someone down there. She thought there was a man down there. She thought that there might be dick down there. She goes down the basement. And what happens is she blows a big fucking pussy fart. You ever hear that shit with a pussy fart? They'll say that uh, with a ghost. Chick will say, God, the room always gets cold down there. Excuse me. 
The room always gets cold before the ghost enters the room. The ghost has entered the room. The room gets really cold. This is what they say about ghosts. Again, it's something related to their pussy, isn't it? Gets really cold down there. I'm not going down there. This house is haunted. There's ghosts in it. Gets really cold in there. Let me tell you why the room gets really cold down there, or in there, or up there, the attic, the basement, some spare room, the garage. Why does the room get really cold when she thinks she's experiencing a ghost? Why does it get really cold? Because any living thing in that room that was exhaling warm air, a mammal, an insect, whatever it is, whatever living thing was in that room exhaling warm air, which would heat the room up, have this room and it would heat it up. It would come up a couple degrees. Well, they would all fucking die because she blew a pussy fart. There's no more exhalation from the insects and the mammals in the goddamn room. They all died when she blew a pussy fart as she was looking for ghosts. Is there a ghost in here? There must be a, is there a dick in here? Where's the ghost at? Is there an old ghost in here with a big dick? Where is he? They're looking for him. She tells her friends, it's so cold in that room. Every time, I know it's haunted. I know there's a ghost in there. There's not a ghost in there, honey. You blew a pussy fart. You blew a pussy fart, and everything in that fucking room died. When it died, it was no longer breathing, no longer exhaling warm air. The warm air stops, and it gets colder in that room. It's not a fucking ghost. I swear to God, it's... It's a fucking ghost that gets cold in that room every time. It's so goddamn cold. I don't understand it. Go in the garage. It's cold in there. I go in the garage attic. It's cold in there, the garage attic, and it's cold in there. I go in the basement. It's cold in there. As soon as she blows a pussy fart, it warms right up because every motherfucking thing in that room that isn't her size is now dead. It's dead. Orkin is the biggest scam in the United States. I don't know if they have Orkin elsewhere. A bug-killing place, they come to your house. Do you have that at your house? Orkin, O-R-K-I-N. Orkin's a big scam. Because if they really knew the truth, what they could do, and all the woman's got to do is blow a pussy fart around in each room. She takes 10 inches, 12 inches, all night long with six or seven Mexicans. She walks around each room and she lets out that fermented shit, that gas in her cunt in each room. Every fucking bug in that goddamn house, that dwelling will die. Why will it die? Because a pussy fart is toxic. It kills everything when it comes out the cunt, including you, and you slowly die of dementia, Alzheimer's. They're looking for all these cures with Alzheimer's and dementia. The truth is it's a woman's pussy. The same woman that you're having to be subjected to, subjected to, when she's handing you french fries, your large order, and she was just in a toilet at McDonald's changing out her jumbo maxi pad, her jumbo fucking tampon. There's blood all over her fingers, vaginal juices all over her fingers. Then she fingered out her asshole and gave herself a quickie, her own personal rim job. Now she's serving you french fries. You want some ketchup with that fucker? How about some catsup? They say catsup or ketchup. Everything in the room dies when a chick walks in. Orkin knows this. They don't want to advertise that a woman's pussy's more deadly than their chemicals. They use chemicals all over the goddamn rooms, all over the house, spraying the baseboards with these pump-pump canisters to kill all these bugs. Well, all the woman has to do is walk into the living room, think of the six Mexicans she pumped, think of the six Chaldeans she pulled a train on, and then she lets that pussy gas out in each room. She has to meter it, let it out slowly. They can control their cunt. Are they called Kegel exercises or something like that? I think I'm going to kill everything in this room. 
I think this room's feeling a little bit fucking, a little bit, I'm going to let everything out of my cunt now and clean the room out. Everything's going to die in it. No more exhalation. The room suddenly got cold, and they know it suddenly got cold because they wait for it to get cold, and then they say to themselves some shit like this. Mm-hmm. This room has been cured. There's no bugs in here. There's no mammals in here. The temperature suddenly dropped. I'm now going to the spare room. I'm going to go to the den. Here we go. I'm going to the den. This is great. This is, uh, I pumped six of my students, my sixth grade students. I'm going to now, this room's a little bit warm. And I know there's bugs in here. Here we go. <laughs> They had sort of letting the pussy fart out. That room gets suddenly cooler. All the goddamn bugs, all the mice, everything living in the house in that room died. Orkin doesn't want you to know this. Bug-killing companies don't want bitches to know this. A, it would bring them bad press, and B, it would put them out of business. All you got to do to go into real bug-killing business is get yourself a bitch who's highly active in sex, gets dick all the time. Then you bring her to the house with a collar around her fucking neck. Maybe she's on a wheeled chair, some kind of wheeled box, and you pull her around the goddamn house and you tell her, let out the fart now. Let out the pussy fart now. I got to get out of here. I got to get home. I'm going to get sucked off. My cock's going to get sucked by the goddamn neighbor while my wife's doing hairdos at some dollar an hour salon that does hair. The old fucking hair dryers against the wall. They pull this big goddamn thing over your head. So you got to go do that now. Just pull her around the goddamn room. Pussy fart away, slut. And she pussy farts away. Blows it all out. Now you got a giant house, seven, eight thousand square feet. You bring in six, seven women that have all been banged. You have to know they've been banged. There has to be some agreement, some understanding, and some way to test it. And you let them loose in the goddamn house, and within minutes, everything's fucking dead. The house is now 20 degrees cooler than it was when you came in because all that shit was exhaling. It's all dead now. It's all dead. Now, you know shit like this, but you're still looking for pussy until you come, until you blow your load in front of your plant panel screen and you got your pizza. You no longer want them anymore. You can go up to the window and laugh as they walk by your house. <laughs> what was I thinking? I don't need a bitch. Six hours later, you're goddamn pacing the floor again. All you want is pussy. I ain't gonna have to come again. I gotta keep this fucking thing till a minute. I gotta get to kill this urge. <laughs> oh, shit! Uh-oh. Trouble. I just saw a fat woman run past my window. I'm gonna take her out with a couple hand grenades. I shipped two boxes of them home. When I was in Vietnam. Open window. Pull grenade pin one. Pull grenade pin two. Did you hear that?
That was the fat woman's breasts hitting the window. They were blown clean off. Her tits broke my window. Damn it. I blew the fat so up. I blew her the fuck up. Close window. <sighs> okay, let's continue on. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Vaginal gas in the fucking room. Vaginal gas in the room by a woman who was playing with herself 10 minutes earlier. 10 minutes. Every 10 minutes a woman is coming. Don't be fooled by some professional-looking bitch who talks to you professionally, who's dressed professionally. She's got her business suit on. She's got her fucking Louis Vuitton fucking black red bottoms on. She's walking around. Clive Christensen, number one perfume. It's all bullshit. It's all a show. 10 minutes ago, she came. They can't help it. They just keep coming and coming and coming and coming. Just watch the second hand on a clock and you're wherever you're at. Every time that thing clicks to another thing between numbers, it's a an, seconds, it's another woman coming. Hey, how you doing today, Andrea? Oh, good. What have you been up to? Not much. Not much? No. I took uh, my friend over. We went over to the baseball game, that minor league game they have over here at the Atlas Stadium. And we went over there, and we had some wine, and you didn't do any of that. You did nothing like that. This week, you've come hundreds of fucking times. Your makeup's all in a goddamn pillow. You got $53,000 in bills that are hidden in your house. You got all kinds of restraining orders and personal protection orders. The police have come to your house. The marshal has come to your house. You've had all kinds of issues, and she says to you this. Oh, nothing. Going to Atlas Stadium. Went there with a minor league game, and uh, we went there with my friend, and uh, I had some wine. No, you didn't. You didn't do any of that shit. I just saw a ghost. I just saw a ghost. It's not a ghost. It's a pussy fart that slipped out of your cunt. It's come out. That's all ghosts are. They're pussy farts. Toxic fucking fermented gas of everything in the room that that person fucked her in. Scabs, hairs, uh, skin, shit. Fecal matter, all, all kinds of stuff that was pumped into there. Feathers, maybe there's a parakeet in the room, feathers have been pumped in there. Dog hair has been pumped into there. Maybe there's a cat in the room while she's fucking that cat hair has been pumped into there. It's like an old witch's brew, some kind of fucking Wiccan recipe to do something to somebody. It's in her cunt, now she lets it out. She lets it out when she's at McDonald's. She lets it out while she's working at fucking Kohl's. She lets it out when she's working at Walmart. She lets it out when she's at Target, walking around there. Never walk around a Target, if you're a man, never. The place is two-thirds filled with toxic pussy farts, and they will affect you mentally. You won't be able to think. If you're with a bitch, you'll buy her everything she wants, because you won't be able to think, because you're sucking in, breathing in all kinds of pussy gas from her twat. She let it out at the Target. All kinds of pussy gas in the Target. They're all blowing it out. They've all come 10 minutes ago. They're still floating. They're flying high, man. And they're buying and buying and buying and buying. The cunt and the charge card and the dollar, it all revolves around the cunt, man. Ever wonder why the fucking fog is in a room? They see a ghost. They blow, I don't know how I got in ghosts. They blow a fucking fart, how it's in there. The fart comes out. Why do they always think they see a ghost? Because it has like a fog light, emi uh, like this emission, a f it's fog-like. 
you compare, you ever see a compost pile? A compost pile is rotting and shit, and all kinds of this vapor comes off the compost pile. It stinks, it's floggy, and that's the same thing with a pussy fart. It's rotting baked cum. She's blown this pussy fart. It's come out her cunt and looks just like a ghost. No one will ever admit this. It's a fog-like, fog-like emission. Why can't I say like? It's a fog-like emission coming out of her fucking twat. It's just like a compost pile. That's what comes out. I saw a ghost. How did you see a ghost? I saw a ghost. Yeah, you did, because you're coming every 10 minutes, pussy fingers. PF flyer fingers. You're coming every 10 goddamn minutes. Mmm, 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 mmm. You know how many times a day a woman says that? If she comes every 10 minutes, you don't hear a sound like that at work. We're all living this fucking lie. She says, what about the odor? I've got some odor. I, uh, yeah, okay, you, you, you told me what the fucking fog is. You told me what the fog really is. It's not a ghost. It's my pussy fart. You told me the room gets colder because my pussy fart kills everything in the room. And the room gets cooler because everything in it dies and it stops exhaling. You told me that. Yeah, what about the odor? Can you explain that? They always smell something when they come into the room, when they come into the attic, when they come into the basement, when they come into the seventh room in the third floor of some old Victorian. I smell something in here. It's a ghost. It's not a ghost. It's the fucking gaggles of bitches that were in there, and all they were doing was having fucking one pussy fart after another out of the pussy, and they smell. This shit gets embedded in old houses. Old lumber, old fucking two-by-tens, four-by-tens. They're huge lumber. All this wood in these old homes, these old Victorians. Ghosts don't have an odor. Their fucking pussy fart has the odor that came out of her cunt. And over the years, that pussy fart becomes embedded in the actual structure of the goddamn Victorian old home. The old home, whatever it is, a new home even. I've been in fucking homes that smell, I could smell pussy straight away because I've got a fine-tuned nose. I can smell pussy. I know it right away. I come in the house, I smell fish, she's coming at me with her hand, and I look at her and I can see her twat, and there's a fucking stain right where her snatch is. She's still dripping tears of fucking wanton joy and pleasure. It's just dripping tears out of her cunt like a sprinkling system, and she's coming to you and you want to just visit. You can smell fish straight away. Ghosts don't have an odor. No way. The pussy has an odor. Pussy farts become embedded in the house itself. Why do you think when they go to sell a house, a realtor, they'll light candles and then they'll light, they have the oven on or something like that or microwave oven and they're cooking fucking chocolate chip cookies. They say it's to try to sell a house. It's try to try to mask the stink of pussy in that goddamn house. They have to get rid of it because savvy people like your correspondent, Norm Augustinus, know exactly what the fuck it is. A lot of pussy going in here. What do you think chicks do when they go in the house? The curtains are all pulled. The doors are all locked. They're masturbating and coming every 10 goddamn minutes. 10 minutes, man. That's, that's absurdly insane. And it's scary. You maybe thought what I thought about women. But it's not like that. At all. Every chick is fresh off a of fucking orgasm, stupid. They're just fresh off an orgasm. They can't stop playing with their cunt. And I know this to be true because Rapa Lunge, who works at the Detroit Health Department, he's my friend, and he works in the health department. He's a biologist. It's kind of a mini scientist. He told me they're coming every 10 minutes. And almost everything that they examine in every situation with dead people, he told me he probably examines maybe, uh what did he say? 
five, ten thousand people a year. I think it was more than that, but I'm going to be conservative. He said five, ten thousand people a year, eight thousand, seven thousand women dying because none of their dreams came true. They're on antidepressants. They're taking all kinds of goddamn pills. They're not famous. They're not rich. They're not world. Nothing like that. So they end up dying quicker, killing themselves. He told me that on every piece of fabric that comes in, it can test positive for pussy. Pussy is everywhere. Pussy juices are everywhere. They test positive for pussy. He said they can check their hair and there's pussy juices on that. They can check their socks. There's pussy juices on that. They can check their pants, their dress, their miniskirt, their brassiere. There's pussy juices on everything. Even the chicks that you work with. Hey, how you doing, Andrea? As you're walking past her, she works in accounts payable. Look at that. She's got a nice pair ass. She kind of like her secretly, but because of the way the times are today, you can't express yourself or your desire or your want and your needs with her in any fucking way or you're canceled. I don't even know if it's canceled. You're fired. Sexual harassment covers every area, everything. It's perfect. Perfect name. Subjective in every way. Works for everything. It's like that old eight ball. You could ask it a question. It was like this toy, and it came up perfect every time. That's the same thing that sexual harassment is, the claim of it. Hey, Andrea, how you doing? Oh, nothing. I'm doing fine. Just walked past you like her pear ass. What's going on? Inner cubicle is pussy juice everywhere. It's on her table. It's on her computer. It's on her desk. It's on her shelves. It's on her coat hood hanger. This is what we have to contend with. That's why we have to stay strong. We can't be phased out. We can't be minimalized as a man. We have to stay powerful, and we have to start practicing one punch to the middle of the eyes. I've had to do that on and off throughout my life to, to stop the pain, to stop the torture, the advancement of this, this horror. One between the damn eyes. I want to tell you something, talking about women. You know that women are constipated three times more than men. Maybe you don't know that. And I want to get on to what I, I think is what I want to really talk about. Women are constipated three times more than men. Can you imagine? They can't shit. They can't shit. They buy every laxative on the shelf because they can't shit. And why can't they shit? Because here's why. They'll never tell you this. A chick can't shit because it's the closest thing to a dick she can get because men are becoming increasingly scared of being around her. So they hang on to that 12-inch turd that just keeps growing and amassing size and weight. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger, this giant turd in her large colon. They won't let that turd go. It's like a dick. And they want a dick in them badly. All a woman in America wants is a dick. That's me making that sound. I hit my right hand into my left hand. It makes a... If you've had any fucking, you know that sounds very, very similar, man. They just got to have the dick. I know why they're constipated. I know what to do about it. I'm, and how I'm going to tell you, let me, let me see how I can phrase this. How is a woman constipated? How, how would you know a woman is constipated? Well, yes, she'd seem like she had a stomach like a fucking watermelon if you tapped on it. Boom, 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 like a hollow watermelon, uh, a cantaloupe. Boom, 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 boom. You could do shit like that. You can do that and that would work. She could, she'd have a fucking personality of a rattlesnake because she can't shit. So we'd hear a hollow sound in her stomach. Boom, 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 boom. She'd have a bad attitude and a nightmarish fucking way of attacking you, a snake-like way, and be trigger, just trigger on you for anything. 
boom, 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 boom. That's, of course, things you can tell if a woman is constipated. But here's why they wouldn't be constipated. Here's how you can tell if they are constipated. This is something I've done for a long time, and I'm now thinking that I may do this. I may work on this plan and try to make money from it, this idea, and try to make money from it. You say, what is it? What can you try to make money from, Norm? Well, exactly what is it? Well, you can tell if a woman is constipated. If you're an experienced fucker like me, she's the fucky, I'm the fucker, you can tell if a woman is badly constipated if you're having intercourse with her. I've had intercourse, this isn't a joke, thousands of times. I told you how it works. It's like a gunfighter. He's got a big name, it's a small town, everybody wants to come, this old stereotype in Hollywood. They don't want to come and try to take him out, now they'll be the big gunfighter. It's the same thing with me. I got a 15.5 pound dick. It's gigantic. I was born with it. I know it's 15.5 pounds because I weighed it on my friend's cocaine scale. He had a mechanical scale. He's dead now. His two kids used to sell cocaine with him. The daughter and the son, they used to put the coke on their fucking shoulders and it looked like dandruff. They could just walk in and out of everywhere, sell fucking a gram of coke, no problem. They just took it off the shoulders of each of the two kids and off of him. They had a little tiny vacuum. They'd vacuum their, their shoulder blades and give the guy the coke. Never got caught. He's dead today, by the way. I measured my, my, my dick on his coke scale. The old metal thing, metal scale and had a spring in it, and it hit 15.5 pounds when I put my dick on it. And after I took my dick off, his sister licked my cock because there was coke residual on it, and she wanted that coke and my cock. Who wouldn't want that? Honestly, who wouldn't want that? Of course, everybody would want that. Every chick would want that. This isn't a fruity show. This is a man show, so don't go anywhere from there. Every chick would want that. Every chick wants fucking powdered sugar, confectionery sugar on a cock, and they can lick that cock, and now it's, it's not confectionery sugar. It's cocaine, man. I know when a woman is constipated. I don't have to hit her stomach and sounds like a fucking cantaloupe. It sounds like a hollow watermelon. Boom, 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 boom. Because she's so constipated, she hasn't shit in weeks. And that's true. Most women in America haven't shit probably three weeks out of the month. They haven't shit but they substituted for the orgasm every 10 minutes. An orgasm every 10 minutes, kind of a substitute because they can't shit. They can't shit. Imagine if, if you shit, you would come. Chicks would be shitting all the time, wouldn't they? I know when they're constipated because I'm experienced, because of what I've done in my life. That's why I do these recordings. You're going to say, how, how do you know they're, they're constipated? Well, I'm talking in an intercourse way. You got your bitch on the bed. She's coming to the house. You lit a bunch of candles to cut the stink of that pussy, to cut the smell of that fish. Maybe you got six candles in the room, and there's six candle wicks on each candle. You ever see those giant things? Those are for fucking. And maybe it's pumpkin spice. You got pumpkin spice because Halloween's coming. And she got these in her room. When she comes to the room, you put her on her back, and you tell her to pull her legs back, her kneecaps to her ears. Now you got a clear shot of her snatch and her brown eye. There's her brown eye, her stink star, there's her snatch. She's laying there. Of course, you mount her. It's the missionary style. You mount her. Now, when you put your dick in that cunt, this is where you can catch if she's constipated. When you put your dick in that cunt and you slide the dick in, as you slide it in and out of the cunt, you'll if you're savvy like me, you'll notice that it feels like a rocky road under your dick. Like, uh, 
you're you're strapped to a bicycle and your friend's barely pedaling it. They're above you. You're strapped to it. Your dick is dragging on the road and is hitting little sinkholes and rocks and divots and pits in the dirt road. Well, if it feels like that when you're fucking this chick, your chick, whatever imbecile, whatever freak you found, if it feels like that when you're fucking her, what it really is is as your dick goes in and out, she's got a turd in her large colon. There's fecal matter in her large colon, a well-formed turd, because she hasn't shit in three weeks. She tried everything. Oatmeal, Metamucil, fucking X-Lax. She's tried it all and keeps trying it, and she can't shit. Because subconsciously, that mind, that sex mind, that sex module in her mind says, don't get rid of that shit log. You're not going to get dick. You haven't got dick. Leave the shit log in. You can push on the back, push near your anus. That big shit log will eventually get big. It'll kind of make contact with the vaginal canal. And it's almost like there's a dick in their cunt, but there isn't. Well, as I mount them, and I go, I'm fucking them. I'm mounting them. My dick's in the hole. I push that dick in and out. It feels just like my dick is being dragged over a rocky road with divots and sinkholes and pits. And that's because if you're fucking her now and you feel that, because the shit log in her is all busted up. It's all broken. There's divots in it. There's lumps on it. There's pits on it. It's malformed. And as your dick is going in on her cunt, that shit log is pushing against the cunt. And now you know there's a turd in her large colon, in her fuck hole. It's in, I mean, in her shithole. It's in there. And you say to yourself this, I got a very sensitive fuck stick. And I can tell that there's a, there's a shit log in that, in that anus. And she's constipated. My bitch is constipated. Then you can pause there a minute. You can pause. It feels like a rocky road's under my dick as I'm fucking her. That's the shit log. And you pause there and you say this to yourself. Man, you know, how romantic is this? How cool is this? How sexy is this? How, what a turn on this isn't. How can I come? How can I continue when I know there's 7 to 15 pounds of shit just through a thin membrane on the other side of my dick as I fuck my hump out? There it is. I can feel a shit log. This isn't sexy. This is madness. The same bitch is working at McDonald's. She's working at Kohl's. She's working at White Castle. She's working at Top Hat restaurants. There she is with her three, four-week shit log in there and her period two. Shouldn't she have to have a license? Shouldn't she have to have a hazmat suit on? It's not a joke. Doesn't that seem real? Like that should be that way? Your fries are up, fuckstick. Here you go. Lucky if you don't have COVID and a half other diseases. When you're eating a french fries and you go home and you say, I don't really feel well. How could you feel well? The chick that served you just came ten fucking minutes ago every ten minutes. I think it feels like a rocky road under my cock as she's in the missionary style. She's on her back. Her legs are pulled back. Her kneecaps are hitting her ears. Her eyes are rolled back like a fucking trigger fish, a shark eating a trigger fish. Couldn't remember that one for a minute. And look at her, and I'm pumping it out, and there's I know there's 10 or 12 pounds of shit in that fucking colon. She hasn't shit. Now, here's a reason for people to get with a, a man and a woman to get together. Why a woman should let up. Stop trying to impress people. Stop trying to get a fucking degree because she knows no man ever is going to want her. I'm going to get a degree. I'm going to do this. More education. I'm going to fucking outpass. They don't need any of that. A man has value, motherfucker. A man has worth. And you're fucking this chick. 
the dick going in and out will kind of heat up her shithole canal where the shit is, the canal of the shit, the large cone, it will heat it up. And when it heats it up, the mucus, the membrane around the shit package, it's like the fucking, when a baby's inside her mom. The water breaks, they never mention the stink of that. The water breaks, and then the thing comes out. It's the same thing, the mucus around her 14-pound turd, because she hasn't shit in three weeks, it will get warm, super warm, and that turd will slide out as you're fucking her, and that's why you have real beneficial value. That's why women should look to men and think about real relationships. Not about money, not about who makes more and who makes this and who's going to pay the bill. And when she's planning on quitting at 40 and you're stuck with another fucking 30 years of work and you didn't sign up for any of that shit. But you can help her shit. But you have to have your dick right. You have to have your dick right. You have to have your mind right. You got to go in there. You say to yourself, hey, man, she hasn't shit in three or four weeks. There's a 15-pound turd in her large intestines. It's like a rocky road. It's fat and then thin and big bumps. And it's like it's fucking got some kind of disease, like it's got leprosy or some shit like that. The, sh- the shit log, and you can feel it. You think, wow, man, I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to have a good attitude. She's got constipation. Sure, I should run right now. She's got psychological issues. She can't shit. I should get the fuck out of here. This is a fucking restraining order ready to happen, a personal protection order ready to happen. But then you you sell yourself on it like this. You say, wow, man, there's a seven-course fuck meal right in front of me. Why not? So she hasn't shit. I can't hardly smell the shit over the pussy, and the pussy's overpowering the shit, and the shit's mixing with the pussy, and it's this rare, tropical fucking sort of a treat. You never smelled it before. It's like someone dead. They sort of smell sweet in the room. I got a seven-course fuck meal right here. I got to put on my good my good attitude cap. Seven-course fuck meal. That it's seven things. Rim job, 69. Dick between the titties. Suck, you can suck their nipples. Intercourse, a dick in her ass, a blowjob. There's one more. Eat out her pussy. That's a seven-course fuck meal. Okay, so what? She's filled with pounds of shit. If chicks could get educated on this stuff, if chicks would be educated by articles and newspapers and periodicals and things online, they could be educated and say, a man can help you become unconstipated by fucking your big smelly fuckhole where you've had two abortions, three morning after pills, two doors pills, you can do all that, the RU486, you can do all that kinds of stuff like that, and you can say, wow, you can get with a man. You can get with a man, he can unconstipate you with his big dick. You can shit, she's going to shit on the bed. 15-pound log on there. It looks like a fucking six-foot-long pike from Michigan, northern Michigan in in the fucking Grayling River. It looks like that. But you helped her. The two of you had agreed on some moment together. The both of you came together. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. This is what, but I'm going to do, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a training, it's a piece of wood, I already made the wood. I cut it out of a two by four. I cut a two by four, about two feet long, and then I took a jigsaw and made all kinds of like hills and lower parts and hills, just cut it irregularly, like I'm making artwork on one end. And then I put it under my dick, and I practiced and practiced and practiced with this thing. Because the only thing separating your dick from her shithole, from your dick being her asshole, is a thin skin membrane, so thin you wouldn't believe it. You could hold a flashlight. You could see her shit and turd from the vagina. If you go into the colon and you aim the flashlight through this thin membrane, you could see your dick in her fucking cunt. It's that thin. 
You rub your dick back and forth like you're fucking this piece of wood. Think of this. You're fucking this piece of wood, and your dick becomes highly trained on being able to feel these bumps, these divots, these up and downs. Like a road. And you now say to yourself this, I think I'm a master. I will be able to detect if she's got shit in her colon. I will be able to detect if she's constipated. Because why? Because women are constipated three times more than men. Remember, you'll never hear the real shit and thing about a female in America. You'll never hear it. They sell them and sell them and resell them with piles and piles and mountains of bullshit. There she is. You helped her get unconstipated. Now, how old is she when you're with you? She's with you. She's 30 years old, 26 years old. Try to imagine how many times this biological unit, this carbon-based unit, has shit up to 26 years of age. It's like a mini fucking pyramid, a great pyramid in Giza, and it's just a big pile of dung, D-U-N-G. And you want to take her out. You want to take her out and you want to take her to a restaurant where a girl's on her period and she's just changed her maxi pad out. There's blood all over the place and they just made you your meal and now you're with another one and she's sitting right in front of you and you're going to pay that fucking bill or else. It's a training tool to tell if a woman is constipated. It's incredible. You take your dick out and you start to kind of like fuck this piece of wood and you took a jigsaw and you cut all these irregular edges on the one side. It's just like it's shit. And you kind of move your cock up and down on this piece of wood, back and forth. And now when you're with a real woman, you can tell instantly if there is shit, old shit in her, really fucking seasoned shit, packed tight in her, in her, in her asshole, in her brown eye, her stink star, that whole colon tract. You can tell. And once you can tell, you know you've got the edge. She's weak. She's vulnerable. She hasn't shit in three weeks. Move in, man. Move in. You got it. I'm thinking of selling this piece of wood. I'm going to sell this piece of wood and I'm going to be free. I don't have to worry about the fucking drudgery of everyday life. I'll be free to do what I want to do, not some imbecile with stains in his panties or her panties and all kinds of shit and lies and fucking things behind them as they stand there acting like they're better than you. There they are. Hey, Norma, I want you to do this. Hey, Norma, I want you to do that. Hey, Norma, I want you to do this. Shut up. That was a cocking of the, of the gun. Shut up. You can learn how to do this thing with this piece of wood and tell if a woman is constipated and brother they are. And you'll know right away. And as you're fucking her, you can say, Katie, I know you're constipated. I know it. I can tell. Please don't shit when I'm fucking. But I'll tell you what. I'll give you good medicinal fucking. It will cause that shit log to come out. Because a man and a woman was meant to be together. A man and a woman's meant to be together. I'll catch it on some saran wrap or some kind of wax paper. We'll put a green rubber band around it. We'll attach a rope to it and we'll swing your shit around the room. You can laugh too. Because you're free. You're no longer hung up. I want to talk about something. How much time I got left? I want to talk about something and it's kind of creepy. When I was out in the woods the other day, I don't know, several days ago, I found a fucking old cemetery that was, it looks like I found it. Now, I'm a, I live in the middle of nowhere. I live in a 100 acres in upper northern Michigan. I mean in the middle of nowhere. And most of Michigan is wooded. And where I live, the state forest abut right to the back of my property line. And it's all very dense trees. 
You don't really want to go out there if you don't know what you're doing. There's brown bears, there's wolverines, there's all kinds of fucking animals. Now, some time ago, I might have mentioned it, I found an old cemetery. I found it in the woods. And when I checked the cemetery, it was on a hill, a steep-ass hill. Now, that's how Michigan is. We have mountains. We have the fucking mountains up in the UP, the Porkies, I think they call them. We have mountains. We have sand dunes here. We have everything you can imagine in Michigan. But please don't come here because I made it sound so good. Don't come here. Unless you're a size 3, you've got really light skin, you've got freckles, you've got real orange hair, you have some Ireland descendancy in you, and big tits, then you can come up here. But if you're something other than that, some politically correct bullshit invented in the media to sell more clothes, I don't want you. I don't want to waste my cum on you and don't contaminate my cum and put it somewhere it's not supposed to be. I'm not going to cause all kinds of race issues. I don't want that. I don't want some fat whore coming up here wanting to suck my cock and think she can manipulate me with my cock. Appearance to most men is everything. That's why most men are on fucking Viagra. They can't fuck the beast, the animal, the mountain of pus that they're with anymore. So the bitch gets them on Viagra. You're going to fuck me or else. She forces the Viagra medicine because he can't stomach fucking her. I don't have that problem. Chicks come to my house with weed. Chicks come to my house house with real fucking panties. Chicks come to my house and they got tight cunts and tight assholes because I tell them what I want. You can't get what you want if you don't know what you want. You want an expensive home one day? You have to have that in your mind. That's your goal. You want 50 acres on some island like Boise Blank in upper, upper northern Michigan? You want that? Then you make that your goal and you will get it. I don't want some fat, ugly cow. I want a size three redhead with real red hair, not something out of a bottle, and white skin, and I want to grip onto her hips and bang her from the rear, and I want to disappear while I'm fucking her. Just disappear. Evaporate at that moment. I want to talk about something, so I want to get back to this. I found this cemetery in the woods by my house, high up on a house, on a hill, like a little mini mountain, and I found this fucking cemetery. And when I started examining the cemetery, I noticed that most of the people in there, buried in there, were women. They're all women buried in there, in this extremely high hill. Now, I have to say that I've talked about this briefly. A woman is a bad thing to be in a high hill buried in a cemetery. Because when they start fucking falling apart, when they get skin slippage, and they turn to juice, and they liquefy, all their juices, all their sin... All that cum that's still in the bone marrow of their bones, they're just a big walking cum chime, like a bone chime made, a wind chime made out of bones, and cum is in the bones. When all that cum comes out of them, all that sin, all those cells dissipate and dissolve, all that juice of a female starts to flow down that hill into your, into your burial site, your burial site. You might be below that hill. Never be buried like that. Always check it first. You don't want that. Try to find an all-man cemetery. Now, I'm not talking fruit shit. An all-man cemetery. People who know. Like it's a fucking secret group of society of people. A Masonic or something like that. That they've decided this early on. That this place would only bury men. We didn't want to be buried in two feet, three feet of fucking water over us. And just our goddamn tip of our skull sticking out all these vaginal juices. I don't want that. So I found this cemetery, and all these bitches weren't in it, and I start thinking that. And I realize that I have a well. Now, when I say a well, because I'm so rural, they have a pipe that goes into the ground about 80 feet or 75 feet. Inside that pipe is a, is a special motor, 
and then attached to that motor, it's like a pump, attached to that motor is PVC pipe, and it goes all the way to the top, then electricity goes to it, and all your water is filtered out of the ground, because the water travels in the, in the ground, in, in sand, and it's kind of purified, it's cleansed, filtered by the sand. But I'm thinking that these bitches are leaking down, and I'm drinking them. I'm literally drinking their juices, their sins, their horrible shit, all the sucking cocks they sucked, all the back fucking that door action they took, all the dick in their ass, all the dick in the cunt, the dick between the titties, the cum hitting between the eyes and in the eyes and up the nose and in the ears, all that shit for 80 goddamn years turns them into what they are. They're They're dangerous. They're evil. You want to be fucking careful with what you have. What you come across in life, like I said, they're coming every 10 minutes, fuckstick. So I went back out there. I went back out to the old cemetery I found, and I went out there with a couple of shovels. I went out there with some booze, some bourbon. I got some fucking, uh, I got the bourbon and, and fucking, I got the Pinconning Paralyzer. I take a handgun out there. I take a Glock out there with me. I got my sandwich with the bourbon in it. I got other shit. I got, I mix the booze with other things. And I go out there and I get wasted and I smoke dope and I don't have any clothes on. I just got my cape on. Nobody sees me out here. A cape that a woman made me in New York City. She had hoped I'd hook up with her. I never did. Uh, she made this cape for me. It has an S on it. Like Norm Augustinus is a superman. And I am. And she knew this. And she made this cape for me. You ever have a bitch make you a cape? No. What you mostly have is while you're running your fucking drill press on Grossback Highway in Roseville, Michigan, she's fucking the neighbor. That's what you have. The guy across the street, across there, wherever she's at, her Tinder dates, whatever she's got. So I I did some work with this cemetery, and I dug a trench around it. It was not that big a cemetery. Round-wise, I'd say it was uh 30 feet in diameter with all these stones on it. I mean, they buried these these bitches in a very concentrated area, and they were very, very old. So at the base of this hill, this little mini mountain, I took my shovel. I'm out there with my booze, my pecaning paralyzer. I got my blotter acid. I'm out there. I took went out there on my Argo Frontier, six-wheel drive, six-fucking-wheel. It's an ATV. Control it with two handles, six wheels, big balloon tires and fins on them, and I went out there. And I dug a trench around the cemetery, maybe almost four feet deep. And I had to sleep out there, so I took a tent with me. And while I had the tent with me, I'd take breaks. I'd get wasted. I'd sleep in the tent. And I kept digging a trench four feet wide, four feet deep, around the damn cemetery that I found there because I don't want these bitches to contaminate my mind. And that's what will happen. They're not the person that the fucking media is telling you. They're not the person that the commercials are showing you. you got to believe me on that. I've been with a lot of bitches. They're just not. That's not their nature, fuckwad. So I slept in a tent. I looked at fucking Hump Magazine. I got a subscription to that. All kinds of big-titted bitches. I looked at that. I smoked some goddamn weed. I beat my meat. I drank some more weed. I drank some more po- uh, some more bourbon. I smoked the weed. I think I said I drank the weed. I have eaten weed by fucking handfuls once when I was gone. I was trying to, I think I was trying to make an exit or something. I'm not sure. And I just kept digging this trench around this cemetery. Now, on the Argo Frontier, I've got a back area on it that I can attach this little tiny two-wheeled trailer. And on that, I had about 15 bags, might have been more, 20 bags, of cat litter. I had the cat litter on the trailer attached to the Argo Frontier. 
And the reason for that was, after I dug the trench around this all-female cemetery, Dyke Hill, as I like to call it, as I dug the fucking trench around the cemetery, I put the cat litter in the trench. I put it in the trench all the way to the top of the ground, and I did it all the way around Dyke Hill. And why did I do that? Because whatever's leaking out of these bitches, whatever's going into the soil, whatever's heading to my goddamn house, whatever I'm going to inhale, whatever I'm going to drink up, whatever I'm going to absorb, I can't let these whores destroy me, destroy my DNA, give me fucking whatever disease I could possibly get from drinking in their toxicity. Dick in their ass till they're 80 years old. Buckets upon buckets that come inside their body. All kinds of shit you could ever imagine come on their skin. Everything you could imagine, every sin there ever is, they've committed. And now they're looking to destroy more things because they've turned into a liquid and they have this access to go near things, to to sneak up on people. They're going towards these things. They can just roll there slowly and eventually unload their hate, their sin, their toxicity on whatever they come across, like my water well. So my thinking is that the cat litter around the cemetery, Dyke Hill, the cat litter all the way around it, I think that the cat litter will absorb their juices. It will stop them. Any place there's a fucking female, where there's a large amount of females buried, they should be putting lead lining along the perimeter of that cemetery. And I'm talking deep. Maybe it should be the law that all females should be put in a lead-lined box to keep them from contaminating whatever they hit. It's that toxic. Sin is transferable. Evil is transferable. It becomes this liquid and now keeps on going. It doesn't stay this rotted, solid mess in this coffin. It now looks for more destruction. What's that thing, Will Robinson? Fucking lost in space? Crush, kill, destroy? <clears throat> That's what it does. Man, when I was done putting this cat litter in, it felt like I had been had gotten a deposit of a hundred grand. In my account, you ever feel that relaxation when you're relaxed, you don't have any bills, you seem like you're keeping up of everything, you seem like you can last, you can make it. I felt like that. On the last shovelful of cat litter, I had to move it around to make it even. The last empty bag of cat litter to absorb this shit, they were 50 pound bags. Got it at a feed store near where I live. And I just felt good and I remember slipping away. I just slipped the fuck away. I smoked some weed. I slipped away. I looked up in the sky. There was a light breeze, and I thought, man, this is fucking great. Look what I just did here. I bettered myself. I have a containing wall on this fucking evil. I've helped people. I've done good. I feel so fucking empowered. Look what I've done. Dyke Hill has been neutralized. Put my cape back on the next day. I was there about three days. Put my cape back on, had my fake sandwich, it's a styrofoam sandwich, and I got a little bottle inside of it, a flask, and it looks like there's a bite out of it. You unscrew the cap, and I've got my bourbon in there, and if anybody looks at you from a distance, they think, look at that nice man. He's taking a bite of his sandwich. It's not, I'm, it's not a real sandwich. I'm not taking a bite of my sandwich, fuckstick. I'm drinking bourbon. I've neutralized the fucking threat. I've done it. Drinking bourbon, I'm smoking dope from a girl who gave me four bricks of Pinconning Paralyzer. 97% THC. I mean, how much better can you leave, live than that? You can't, man. You can't live better than that. Man, the threat is, 
The threat is neutralized, man. I'm fucking getting teary-eyed. I'm getting watery eyes right now, man, because I, I, man, I fucking neutralize the threat, man. None of those bitches can hurt anybody. They can't hurt anybody anymore, and that's what they are made to do. They can't hurt anyone, man. I'm getting a little teary-eyed here. Man, I neutralize that threat. Those bitches are sealed off. They might look like they're dead. They ain't. I sealed them off. I protected another man someday down the road from Norm Augustinus. I put up the perimeter fence. Pardon me. And I got wasted. <coughs> I got wasted, man, on the trailer behind my Argo Frontier six-wheel drive ATV. I got wasted, fucker. You've been listening to the one and only... My dick is enormous. There is no escape. We meet at the big clock in cyberspace. It's dark out there in cyberspace. It's scary out there in cyberspace. You're out there in cyberspace. You're frozen with fear. You don't know what to do. You're looking up, you're looking down, you're looking to the right, you're looking to the left. It's windy out. You don't know what to do. You're frozen. Till eventually and quite abruptly, you hear this distant chiming clock in the background. And you follow the chiming clock until it gets louder and louder and louder. Eventually bringing you upon this brightly illuminated place in cyberspace. There's thousands of people there. They're holding hands. They're smiling. They've been waiting for you. There's that thing that brought you to this place in the first place. It's a tower. A hundred, hundred and fifty feet tall, brown bricks, tan mortar. Way at the top of this tower is a glass bezel. It's a clock. It's backlit. And above this is this chimey bell-like thing that brought you to this place in the first place. And you know why you're at this place in the first place. You're here to clear out your pains, your frustrations, your aches, your woes, your disappointments, your hurts. The person that died on you, the ramen noodles, you're sick of eating, the credit cards you can't pay off, the apartment you can't pay for, the house you think you'll maybe never own, the bitch who left you, the guy who left you. You're here to clear all those pains and frustrations out. And how do we do that? Well, the moment you heard my voice, you were instantly and automatically filled up with this highly absorbent orange-colored solution. It's been inside your body, sloshing about this entire recording. And now, at the end of this recording, we lie you gently down, we pop the corks in your toes, and all of that highly absorbent orange-colored solution comes gushing out of your body. Look at it. It's forming a small mini lake alongside you. It's orange colored. It's rusty. It stinks. It's toxic. We shake your feet getting out the last drops of highly absorbent orange colored solution and replace the corks in your toes. You can't believe how good you feel. You feel like you could go on another second, another minute, another day, another hour, another year. 
maybe infinitely. It doesn't matter that a friend of yours is making $250,000 a year and lives in a $700,000 house. It doesn't matter that another friend of yours has got the best-looking bitch you've ever seen or another friend of yours has the best-looking dude you've ever seen. None of that shit matters. All that matters is how good you feel right now. You know you can feel this good anytime you want to, anytime you're in duress, anytime you feel like you can't go on another second. All you gotta do is think of the big chiming clock in cyberspace where you meet your pal, your friend, Norm Augustinus, and instantly and almost automatically you feel refreshed and clear. You know the best part of this recording, the most important part of this recording, at least to me, is that for one hour, we were friends. Friend, I enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. Write me, normaugustinus at gmail.com. Tune in again for another exciting episode from the amazing mind of Norm Augustinus. Dear Connie, how are you? The last time I was with you, you were giving me a rim job in your bedroom while your mom and dad were arguing in your downstairs kitchen. I have some great news. I have come up with a new catchphrase. I have copyrighted the phrase, and I am working on getting the phrase trademarked. This phrase is going to be all the rage throughout the world because it will be used in every language and it will be used millions of times a day. I will make a large amount of money. The catchphrase I am talking about that I have created is cunt snack. Isn't that amazing? Cunt snack refers to a man's schlong. A man's dick is a cunt snack to a woman's throbbing, dripping pussy. I will use it in the following sentence to help you understand its usage better. Here goes. Betty needs a cunt snack real bad. You understand, Connie? Betty's pussy is on fire and dripping for a fat and long penis. Betty needs a cunt snack or she could die. I'm going to make a fortune. Connie, can you give me your stepsister's phone number? I remember how badly I wanted to ball her when I came to your house. But at that time, she was too young to hump. Of course, she's well old enough to fuck now. I gotta go. Right back ASAP. Love, Norman. P.S. I bumped into your big-titted little sister at the miniature golf off Main Street. She was standing on the putting green where the huge windmill is on the third hole. When your big-titted little sister saw me, she started massaging my cock with the handle of her golf club. Before I knew what was happening, the both of us had crammed ourselves inside the tiny quarter-inch size windmill on the third hole. While we were inside the windmill, we fucked. But because your big-titted little sister is so fertile, so chocked full of eggs, I pulled my cock out of her juicy, tight fuckhole at just the right moment, and I shot my cum load out one of the windows of the tiny windmill at the miniature golf place. I believe my fist-sized cum ball hit one of the miniature windmill blades as the blades rotated past the window. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for visiting the miniature golf place on Main Street. Right now, we have a special on marijuana pre-rolls. Additionally, we have a deep discount on chewables. In addition to chewables, we also have chrome-plated anal expanders for sale. Also, please ignore the man and woman that are 69ing each other inside our quarter-inch scale Dutch windmill on the third hole. Thank you for coming to the miniature golf place on Maine. That is all. When you're walking down the halls and your balls hit the walls, it's a rupture.